Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, Fitness Management and Consulting, and welcome to our channel today. I appreciate y'all being here. And if you're new to the channel, if you're finding us that very first time, you know, welcome as well. It's great to have you. And before we get into our topic here today, uh, a quick reminder that, you know, my focus, you know, my mission here in the channel is I want to be able to provide as much information as I can to as many people as I can, you know, across all regions. And the best way I can do that is when you choose to subscribe to the channel, you choose to hit that like button, uh, you choose to offer comments, and we'd love to hear from you. And when you choose to, you know, share the information with friends, associates, and colleagues. So with that said, if you've not yet done so, please hit that subscribe button now. It'd be a great time to do it. And then to, uh, to learn more about me, learn more about my company, additional ways that I can help take your business that next level, and additional ways you can choose to uh, support the channel if you like, um, you know, check out those links below. And uh, with that said, let's jump into our, our topic here today. It's 10 questions every gym business owner should be asking. 10 questions every gym business owner should be asking. Or, if you're a department head or if you're a manager, you might want to ask some of these questions too. But 10 questions every gym business owner should be asking. Let's jump into these. You know, listen to this video over a few times and really use this as a kind of a guiding light to how we can take our business you know, to that next level. So number one, what problem does your gym solve? Okay, if you're a salesperson, what problem are you solving for your customer? What problem does your business solve for your customer? You know, too often with gyms, one of the problems we find is, uh, you know, someone will call me up, they need some help, need, need to get the business back on track. Okay, great, give me a tour, give me a presentation. And it's all about features. It's all about brick and mortar. And, there's, it, and it's nice stuff and it's a upbeat kind of tour and presentation, but it does nothing to solve the problem for the customer. Because ultimately, that's what we want to do. We want to solve problems and provide solutions. Because, you know, people are not going to buy unless value exceeds price. So what problem does your business solve? Sit down and think about this. How about, you could have a full training class on this and get everybody in a room. And let's ask everybody, you know, what problem do we solve here? What problem are we solving for our customer? Number two, how does your business generate income? Fair question. You know, if you're, if you're new at this, or you're starting a new facility, well, this is one you need to be asking. You know, how does your business generate income? You know, in most cases, you know, it's membership dues, right? Okay, that's what it is. Let me give you a little thought on some of this, is on membership dues, I'll, I'll kind of categorize it like this. There's month to month, you know, 30 day notice to quit. There's maybe a 12 month agreement, and then maybe there's a 24 month agreement. And national statistics tell us that the average person that joins for on a month to month, they'll stay for six months. The average person that joins on a 12 month agreement, they'll stay for 15 months. And that average person that stays for 24 months or uh, signs up for 24 months, they'll stay for 27. Okay, so how are we generating revenue? Okay, think about that. But the other thing that I see that happens a lot when it comes to generating revenue, we can't survive on that one thing alone. Okay, what is our second sale? What's your personal training look like? You know, what's that penetration rate like? I mean, I see a lot of clubs at three and five percent, which is pretty low. Okay, and we need to bring that up. But you know, are we doing personal training as, as a revenue generator? How about retail? Are we selling retail? Okay, are we selling supplements? What are we doing online? 
Okay, and so the question becomes, you know, how are we generating revenue? Don't just make it membership sales only. Okay, and don't just make it membership sales only month to month. You can become vulnerable there. Okay, not saying you can't do some of that, but have other uh, other resources as well. Um, number three, and you know, this is by the way, this is kind of a little checklist here when you, we kind of go into a club and we're going to get them, you know, trying to get them back on track and get them turned around, but. What parts of your business are not profitable? What parts of our business are not profitable? This is one of the first things I look at when we're, we're doing a turnaround, okay? Is, okay, things that aren't working, let's get these things off the books. Let's, let's quit putting time and resources and money into these things uh, if they're not profitable for us. It needs to be profitable. And you'll give it a reasonable time, but if it's not working, it's not working, okay? But what parts of your business are not profitable? And, you know, one of the things that we look at, sometimes we have to get creative, is we want to turn these cost centers into profit centers, front desk. Depending on your situation, maybe it costs $4,000 a month to run the front desk. Maybe it costs $4,000 a month to run child care. Maybe it costs $4,000 a month to run Group X. That's $12,000 a month. What if each department can start generating revenue? How can that front desk generate revenue? How can childcare generate revenue? How can Group X generate it? What if they generated enough to cover their own expenses? And what if they could exceed that and that manager can earn additional bonuses? So there's strategies in there. Because I don't consider front desk, I know they, they support other things that you do, but I don't want membership dues to underwrite all that. Okay, it's hard to do. Uh, I want them all generating. I want everybody you know, has to perform at some level. So what parts of your business are not profitable? We want to get those things fixed. Um, is your cash flow positive each month? You know, the thing is, it has to be. It has to be. And again, I go to a turnaround situation. When we get into those things, you know, a lot of times we're bleeding, 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 you know, cash. And I know one thing that's absolutely 100% true. We have to have money in the bank. And so we will change how we look at this. We'll only pay what keeps us in business. We'll communicate with everybody. We'll let everybody know what our strategy is, what our intentions are. But we're only going to pay what's going to keep us in business. We need to have positive cash in the bank every month. Okay, Hopefully positive cash flow Okay, because overall we're covering our expenses. But at the end of the day, we need to have money in the bank. Number five, this number five is always an interesting one. What is your pricing strategy and why? What is your pricing strategy and why? And, you know, the number one answer I get on that is, well, this is what we saw somebody else doing this and we really liked it. Doesn't mean it was working, right? And, um, you know, another one, we had a client, really nice facility, a lot of money been put into it. And they were really struggling. And I asked him, you know, how'd you come up with this strategy for this? And he goes, I just wanted to be really member friendly. And I remember my answer to him was, because we'd talked quite a bit, my answer was, well, you can't be member friendly if you're not in business. Okay? You know, we have to make sure we stay in business. And a lot of times when we're looking at pricing strategies, okay, and particularly for, if it's a new facility, you know, we'll look at those, um, you know, pro forma budget. Okay? And the first thing we'll do is we'll figure up expenses. Okay, so we can pretty much tell what that's going to be, pretty close. And then the question becomes to the owner, what kind of margins do you want? You want to make 20%, 30%, 40%, 50%, and then we'll build into it based on that. Okay, and we build into it, you know, based on volume and, and price. 
Okay, how much volume can we do? What kind of price we're going to charge? But it's membership, there's personal training, there's retail, there's supplements, there's website. We're looking at all of this. And then how do we balance the strategy in there? Okay. Um, the other thing on pricing strategy, you know, we want to include in there how we're going to present this as a, as a sales team because it needs to be simple and easy to do. Okay. So what, what is your pricing strategy and why? Um, how effectively, it's a great question to be asking, how effectively do your employees generate revenue? How effective are they at generating revenue? I'm not talking about handling. You know, customers that come in that you couldn't talk them out of it if you had to. How effectively do, we, do they generate revenue? You know, and this is not just on them. This is also on us. Are we training them? Are we teaching them? Yeah, I remember I was doing an on-site uh, training session. It was a two-day event. And it was all about, you know, sales and marketing, you know, for management, for the sales team and all that. And we, we ended up taking a couple hours out of that, maybe a little more, but a couple hours out of that to work with the, the front desk group, okay? And how does front desk need to interact you know, with our customers? How do they need to interact with our members? Because the front desk really ran the retail center, okay? And we went through a full training, just two or three hours, okay? And they went, the best month that retail had ever had in that facility was $3,000 in a month. First month after that training, they did $10,000 in sales. So how effectively are they at generating revenue? You know, we have to teach them. You know, we have to show them how to do it. Um, number seven, one of my favorite, favorite questions to ask, and uh, unfortunately, I don't usually get an answer. What is your member retention rate? What's your monthly attrition? As a percentage, how many members are you losing every month? It's interesting how many people do not know that. You know, are you losing 3% a month, 4%, 5%, 6%? A, many clubs don't know it. Okay, and as an example, if you're losing 4% a month, if you extract that out, you're losing about half your member base every year. That puts a lot of pressure on sales. And so what we want to do, we want to have strategies, you know, to how do we fix this? You know, what's our retention strategy? Because ultimately, you know, retention, it directly, you know, correlates, you know, to the member experience. Okay, what's our numbers? What's our attrition? What's our retention look like? Um, will our, do our customers, do our members make referrals? How are we doing on referrals? How are we doing on referrals? You know, and I'm talking about really having a program for it and us really promoting it. I can tell you, you know, as a gym owner myself, we had a, a, a mandate, okay, from me. I want a hundred, these had to be documented. I wanted a hundred referral sales per club per month. And we had to work it. We had to earn that right to get it. Okay, we couldn't just say, "Hey, bring your friends in." We have to earn that right. But I wanted a hundred referral sales per month, and I'd walk into a club, and if they were only projecting fifty or sixty, I knew I had a problem around the corner, and we need to get it fixed right now because that was really my number one source. And you'll get referrals just because you're kind of there, but you know, do your customers make referrals? And you know, is the number a hundred? Really, no reason it couldn't be, depending on you know what your volume of membership sales are. Um, that you want those referrals. Uh, number nine, always one of my favorite ones is who are your most valuable and your most costly customers? Think about that one. Who are your most valuable customers and who are your most costly? 
Okay. You know, sometimes with customers, you know, sometimes if you have to spend so much time with one that you ignore everybody else, it may not be worth having that customer. Okay. Our most valuable customers, let's make sure we're treating them like that. Let's make, make sure we're treating them like that. And then uh, number 10 on my list, you know, 10 questions every gym business owner should be asking. Is your social media strategy effective? Is your social media strategy effective? And you know, one of the things that I find to be true, most folks don't use it nearly enough. You know, there's a, there's a fear, I think, of doing too much. And we'll post you know, once a week or twice a week or once a day. You know, you really need to, to push it, in my opinion. People have to see you. They have to see you over and over and over and over and over. And there, there's so much that goes into this, but make sure we're tracking, you know, how many posts, you know, how, what kind of responses are we getting? Are we getting leads from it? Uh, are we doing, uh, you know, live video feeds from the gym? Really look at your social media strategy. Don't just do it to do it. You know, what is the strategy? What are we trying to accomplish with it? So 10 questions every gym business owner should ask. If you're looking to open up a new gym, this is a must listen. If you own a gym right now, it's a must listen. If you're working for a gym, how can some of this pertain to you and what you do? Or if you have aspirations, this is where you want to be one day. Take a look at it. So folks, again, my name is Jim Thomas. Uh, my company is Fitness Management and Consulting. Appreciate you being here at the channel today. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, my focus, you know, my mission here in the channel is I want to be able to provide as much information as I can to as many people as I can, you know, across all regions. And the best way I can do that is when you choose to subscribe to the channel, you choose to hit the like button, you choose to comment, and you choose to share the information with family, friends, and associates. So please, if you've not done so, subscribe, and that'll be a good time to do that. And then to learn more about me, learn more about my company and additional ways I can help take your business that next level and additional ways you can choose to support the channel, you know, check out those links below and we'll look forward to seeing you all in that next video.